Good evening, everyone. My name is Dan B. from Michigan, and I'm a grateful compulsive overeater. And uh, I've been restored to sanity, somewhat sane, and uh, I've been rescued from a hopeless state of body and mind uh, through the OA program, through the 12 steps, and through having a higher power and having willingness, really, uh, to guard against any uh, ego-feeding propositions or uh, any big-shotism, uh, any success that I'm having staying abstinent today is due to a higher power working in my life. So any success that I'm having staying abstinent is more a higher power's uh, success, my success. Um, I, uh, I believe I've been a compulsive overeater my whole life. I, some of my earliest memories uh, are of food and, and uh, just with my family everywhere we went, everything that we did was always centered around food. And uh, I eventually started abusing food when I was uh, 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 a child. Uh, you know, maybe around nine or ten years old, I looked back at pictures of myself uh, when I was around that age, and I started gaining weight, and uh, I started going out to get clothes uh, at places like Sears, Roebuck, and other places. And uh, instead of being able to get them, my clothes in the regular section, I'd have to go to the Husky Boys uh, section. Uh, my uh, top weight uh, was somewhere over uh, 300 pounds. Uh, my weight today is usually around 165 to 170 pounds, uh, and I've been maintaining that for a number of years now. Uh, it's not easy. Uh, this program uh, requires willingness, and I have to uh, constantly uh, pray for willingness to do the things that I need to do. Uh, uh, when I came, uh, when I first uh, started attending meetings, there was one meeting that I went to, uh, and I got there a little early. And uh, one of the people that was there uh, said, "You're new here, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." And they said, "All I can tell you is, if you're going to make it, you're going to have to do things you just don't want to do." And uh, that's that's pretty much my story today: doing things that I don't want to do, and and finding out. Uh, that I do want to do them and that they work. Uh, uh, for me, uh, I've been back now since September uh, 23rd of 2015. And uh, it's, it hasn't been easy. You know, it's just, I just take it one day at a time. Uh, a guy told me once, he said, just try to pretend that every day is the first day. Um, when I came back, uh, I uh, was talking to my sponsor one morning. I was committing my food to him, and uh, I had three meals a day, um, three uh, measured and moderate meals a day with uh, nothing in between but coffee, um, black coffee, uh, water, or diet soda. Um, but I, was, I was talking to my sponsor one morning. Um, after committing my food and checking in with him, uh, just touching base with him, and uh, giving him my action plan for the day. And I, I said, I just, I feel anxious 
I, I, I've been having panic attacks and I've just been having a problem with my thinking. And he, and he, told, he told me something which was a light bulb moment. He said, he simply said, you know, we can ask God for help with that. And for me, it was a light bulb moment because it, it brought me right to page 86 uh, in the middle of the page where it says, we consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking. And uh, I, as soon as I got off the phone, I said, God, please direct my thinking. Then I, then I took a piece of paper and I, and I wrote on it, on awakening, ask God to direct your thinking. And I put it right on the uh, nightstand next to my bed so that I'd see it right when I got up. And, uh, and I started doing it. I started getting up in the morning. And uh, if I didn't do anything else, I'd say, God, please direct my thinking. And uh, there's a whole lot of other uh, little actions that are in there that I eventually started doing, you know, like the uh, step 10, uh, you know, where it says we're going to make mistakes, I'm going to make mistakes, and uh, or I'm going to feel uncomfortable, or I'm going to have fear. Uh, fear is, a, is one that can come up quite often where I get kind of a gnawing feeling, or I can get a feeling of uh, the big empties, so to speak, inside of my stomach. Uh, actually, earlier this evening, I, I got that, uh, and... Uh, I was in a room where there was a television on, and I said, I've got to turn this off. I need to just get away. And I removed myself, and I just uh, went into my bedroom, turned the light off, and I got down on my knees, and I said, God, you know, I just, uh, I said uh, the serenity prayer. I said the third step prayer. I said the seventh step prayer. And uh, when I said a seventh step prayer, I asked God to, uh, also remove my fear. Um, I have a thing with fear. Uh, I've always had it, and I, and I think it's common with a lot of people. Um, and so I asked God to remove it, and and as soon as I did that, I felt better. And then the, uh, and then I got a call from uh, someone in the program, and uh, we prayed together for a little while. It's, it's interesting how all those little things come together in the program, you know, the prayer, prayer is really an action. Um, and uh, so uh, I, I first came into the program in the uh, mid-1980s, and uh, today I know that uh, it doesn't matter how long I've been coming to meetings or how long I've been working the steps. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how many service positions I've had. It does not matter how many times I've been asked to speak uh, at a meeting. Uh, I still have the human condition. I'm still a compulsive overeater, and I'm still one bite away from a binge. Um, a guy told me many years ago, he said, always remember, Dan, that the longer you're in the program, the closer you're going to be to your next binge. And um, it was kind of disheartening to hear that, but it's absolutely true. Uh, this, this disease is progressive, but recovery is progressive too, and I work a strong program today. Uh, and uh, so one thing that I know today, it doesn't matter how long I've worked those steps or how many 
people I've taken through the steps, all these other things, I still need to ask for help. And uh, like, like I said earlier tonight, I said, God, I need a little help, you know, and I realized what it was. I was getting into some negative thinking, and negative thinking uh, for me can come anywhere. For me, uh, this evening, it was coming uh, from the television, um, and I'm, I realized over the years that I cannot afford the luxury of a negative thought. And so when I get a negative thought or I, I get around a people, places, or situations that are negative or just just not good for me, I have to remove myself from those situations and, and steal away and have some calm and, and pray and, and just ask my higher power for a little calm. And I say that serenity prayer. And I ask his will to be done. And, um, and I find that even today, I still need to ask others for help, too. I need to have people sometimes to just sit with me and listen to me. Uh, and I have to admit to God, uh, to another human being, the exact nature of my wrong, uh, that I get still get scared sometimes, that uh, I can still uh, uh, keep secrets. I can't keep secrets and stay abstinent. Uh, I have to uh, practice rigorous honesty today. Uh, I have to practice the tools of recovery. Um, about uh, 35 years ago, I was at a OA meeting. It was a speaker meeting, and I hadn't had much success up to that point of, of staying abstinent uh, because I was trying to do it by myself. And uh, I know there's one thing that I'm absolutely positive of, I've been proven over and over to me is that I cannot work this program by myself. I need you and 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 you need me and we all need each other. And uh, take a sip of water there. So uh, I heard a guy uh, talk at this meeting and I walked up to him after the meeting and I did something I never did before. I said, I really need some help. Can you help me? And by the way, I also need to know what to eat and what not to eat. I couldn't believe I was saying that because uh, up until that point, uh, uh, my ego was in charge. I know today that my ego is not my amigo. And uh, so he said, sure, and he, he uh, uh, I think he grabbed an envelope or something. and that was laying on a table and he, he wrote his name down and he wrote down a little sample food plan for me. And uh, he said, give me a call tomorrow morning. And I was just desperate enough to do that. I uh, Surrender uh, for me is, is uh, it's 100% acceptance uh, that I'm a compulsive reader. Uh, that, that first step says we admitted we were compulsive overeaters that our lives had become unmanageable. Uh, but for me, I not only had to admit it, but I had to accept it, and that was hard. That was very, very hard. Uh, I remember uh, just getting up out of my chair one night, and I told my uh, significant other, I said, I need a hug. And I knew I'd hit rock bottom, and I knew what I had to do. And uh, the next morning I got up, 
I, I hit my knees. Uh, one of the things that I heard uh, early in the program is that when, when we stop knee bending, we start backsliding. And the opposite of that is true, too, uh, that when we start knee bending, we stop backsliding. And I got on my knees and I just said, God, I need help. And a thought popped into my head, uh, call up the last guy that, that sponsored you. And so uh, this was a guy that I hadn't talked to for a long time, but I called him. I left a message. Uh, he wasn't home. I didn't know anything about this guy, but I knew one thing about him. I knew that he would call me back, and he did. He called me back that night, and he said, you know what you got to do, don't you? And I said, I do. I said, I'll call you tomorrow morning. And so I called him uh, in the morning, and he helped me uh, <clears throat> put together a plan of eating for the day. And uh, uh, I committed to him that I'd go to a meeting. I generally go to a meeting every day. And we wished each other luck. And that was the beginning of it right there. Uh, and. Uh, and I didn't know what to eat. I, uh, I had to eventually find out that there were certain foods that I couldn't eat. Uh, there's, uh, there's one particular dairy item that I have completely eliminated uh, from my uh, food plan over the past uh, eight years. And uh, I have no desire to have it anymore. Uh, thanks to my higher power, uh, it, it had become very, very addictive for me. But we're all different, too. And it's uh, not one size fits all. Uh, so uh, there was one particular morning when I was uh, committing my food to my sponsor, and uh, one of the items, uh, I doubled up the amount of it that I was going to have. And um, when I was through committing my food, uh, my sponsor uh, questioned, questioned me on the fact that I doubled the amount on it. And uh, I said, yeah, I did. And, uh, he said, he, uh, he just quietly said to me, he said, you do know that it's not possible for you to make independent decisions around food. And that really took me back a little bit. But it was really a first step moment for me. I had to really accept my powerlessness at that moment and realize that in his own way, he was trying to be helpful to me. And that was another light bulb moment. That, helped me reach another uh, uh, level of surrender um, that <clears throat> it made me realize that uh, as a compulsive overeater, I cannot be loyal to my mind because my mind is not loyal to me. And that's why I need so much help with my thinking. Gentle reminder, you have five minutes. Oh, thank you. And so when I get up in the morning, I ask God to direct my thinking. You know, as I go through the day, I, uh, I, uh, I continue to watch for, uh, you know, selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. Uh, and, you know, when they crop up, I say, God, please help me. And then uh, I'll say a little prayer. I'll, I'll usually try to call someone and see who I can help. Uh, and, uh, you know, on page 85, it says it's easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. And I, I found that complacency is, uh, uh, I think a book could be written about complacency. Uh, complacency for me is when I uh, 
I, I stop going to meetings, when I stop praying. Generally, when I stop asking for help, not only from uh, God, but from other people, uh, and, uh, and letting people that I know that I need help and that, that I will accept help. Um, you know, on the bottom of page 85, uh, uh, wait, wait, here, yeah, it says, uh, yeah, on, on page 87 in the big book, it says, we constantly remind ourselves we're no longer running the show. And I like the way a friend of mine says that line. He says, he says we're no longer ruining the show. Uh, so just for today, I'm not ruining the show because I have my higher power directing me directing my thoughts, and as I go through my day, um, I say to myself, I will be done. Uh, I also say to myself as I go through the day, how can I best serve these? I will not mind be done. That little 10-step reflective prayer that's on page uh, 87. Uh, I like that little line on page 88 in the big book. Uh, it says it works. It really does. It's, the little line is known as the shortest uh, paragraph in the big book, and it is. It, it does. It works if I work it. Uh, and then it reminds me that I'm undisciplined. I am undisciplined. I'm still undisciplined. So, you know, I let my higher power discipline me. When I have problems, I ask God to help me. And, uh, and I take action. Uh, this program is all about action. Um, I found that if I can get up in the morning and, and ask God to just put someone in my path that I can be helpful towards as I go through my day, that my day will go better. Uh, if I can pray to be helpful, loving, and kind, and lead with love and kindness and tolerance, uh, help me to do a better job than I did yesterday. Help me to have fun. Uh, like a lot of people in the country, we've had some pretty wild weather here. I think we've had about three or four feet or maybe maybe even five feet of snow, depending on where you're standing, where I live. I live in a pretty remote area. And uh, I go out on long jogs, and I bring my cat for a ride with me. I put him on a sled behind me, and he comes with me. And uh, I enjoy it. So much more when he's with me. Uh, I enjoy life today. Uh, I I really do. I, I have uh, moments of bliss and satisfaction, uh, and a lot of times uh, I, I was told when I got into the program, if your phone isn't ringing, pick it up and call. What I do is uh, I ask God to help me, and, uh, and that's that's uh, and He helps me, and I accept that help. Uh, I hope everyone has a, a good night, and uh, something good is going to happen tonight. And I'll pass with that. My name is Dan, and. Uh, I'll leave my phone number on, on the end. 
after the recording. After, after I turn off the recording.